You know, I was uh, looking. You ever see like your high school on Facebook and they post uh, high school reunion pictures and stuff? You know, like here's how the reunion went for class of 2002. And uh, I think Facebook has ruined the reunions. That's what I think. You think so? Well, I remember my mom coming home from a class reunion, and it was fascinating. Uh, she went to, like, her 30-year high school reunion, and she gets home and she starts telling us about this. And you got to consider that a lot of these people she hadn't seen since they walked out of that that school their senior year. And so she had 30 years of gaps to fill with somebody, you know? Like, oh, and the, the silly kid that was next to me in class, he became an oral surgeon and the kid that never said anything, he's mayor of Jacksonville, Florida. And they they found out all this stuff that they had heard. But now on Facebook, I know what everybody's doing every second of the day. You know what they're eating, know who they voted for. I, I know it all. I mean, hasn't that, it kind of took the excitement out of the reunion because I remember when my reunion came up and I thought, I ain't going to that. Because the people that I knew already know. I still continue to see their kids on Facebook and I see, you know, what they're doing on vacation it's like there's no blanks to fill in now when you go to the reunion. Is there anybody that you went to school with that had a, like, glow up? A glow up as, as you get, if you've gotten older and then all of a sudden you're the, like, most attractive person in the world. Yeah. And that happens every now I and again. I see that from time to time. I mean, I remember this uh, lady in high school. She was cute. But, but man, did she, when she hit her 40s, it was, like, unbelievable. A lot of it's like me going to straight down hell. What's the uh, secret to this lady? Like, why I don't know. Like, maybe she people look? just bloom later. I don't know what it was, but she was cool and stuff, but now she is devastatingly beautiful. It, it's stunning because if you'd only known back in high school, you'd be like, hey, girl, hey, girl, you want to go on a date? Hey, girl. <laughs> you'd have been hey so nice. Hey yeah, you weren't yeah. nice to them because they weren't attractive. That's no, messed I, up. No, I, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. It's just... Who had any idea? Uh, speaking of glow-ups, I just looked at uh, all of my classmates. I only graduated like 40 people, so mm -hmm. I, I can yeah. look through all of them very easily. And uh, no glow-ups. No glow-ups? <laughs> Except for you, maybe? A lot of plummets. You think you're a glow-up? <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. I, no, no, I've seen a picture you, of you in high school. I, you're doing pretty good, buddy. I, I'm tempted to post this on Facebook. But I don't know if I can bring myself. I don't. I Remember that, that picture of me with the bleach blonde hair? Yeah, you look like Eminem. Just, no, I look like... An idiot. A cross between Eminem and Nathan you, Fielder. You might have... You, what do you call it? Glown up? Mm-hmm. You might have glown up. Because I've seen pictures of you in high school. Not too good. And I, don't, I mean that with the utmost respect. I've seen my pictures, too. They ain't any good. Well, that particular picture that we're talking about here is... Uh, it's horrendous. I can't... I'm almost ashamed. I, w I think it would be fun to put that up and maybe some, some pictures of people what they looked like in high school if you were awkward in high school. But I, I should have had a friend to come to me and tell me, like, hey, man, you look awful with this bleach blonde hair. And not only that, the haircut was, it was like crooked. Yeah. I needed a friend to tell me, like, hey, man, you look all messed up. I mean this with total respect. Mm -hmm. But you didn't exactly roll the crew, crew that was getting all the ladies in high school. Oh, God. I oh, mean, like no, one of no, your no, buddies... No. Uh, you know, everybody wants to be around a girl when they're in high school, I think, you know, but you can't figure out how to get their attention. And one of your buddies uh, put Tasmanian devils all in his car. Well, that was more for, for himself. I know, but, like, you can't do that to expect a lady to be like, wow. I looked like... He, he tazzed out his car with that Tasmanian devil with uh, carpets that had Taz on them, steering uh, wheel that had Taz. No lady's going to go for that, man. Sorry. I had... Uh, my, my hair was bleach blonde, and I looked like... You remember in the movie Deliverance, the guy that was playing the banjo on the porch? Oh, that guy? I look like him if he had bleached his hair out blonde. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Should I put that thing up? I don't know. I, don't do you know. Have a, do you, I wouldn't uh, want even, a picture of me up. Even so. you're so like, that picture's so horrendous. Would you... Um, <laughs> Man, I wouldn't post If I it. put mine up, you must put yours up. See, that's how I won't do it. I'm not going to do that. Like, I see people selling their yearbooks. Who sells it? Who wants somebody I don't else's know, yearbook? Like somebody else, somebody died, and now there's a yearbook out there. I would only buy them up to burn them so that that stuff ceases to exist. But, uh, yeah, Facebook, back to my point, is ruined the reunion. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. And uh, today we got Aaron Lewis tickets. You could also, if you win today, you're automatically qualified to win that Tig and Daniel party cup pass. We want to pay for your hotel room, get you dinner at Fireside Grill. And who do we got to play today, Daniel? Today we've got Judy in Glenpool. She wants to go see Aaron Lewis. Uh, Judy, is it raining out in Glenpool? Yes. 
It is. All right. Well, we needed it, though, right? I hit the H tag where when it rains, I sit back and I go, well, we needed it. <laughs> Even if we didn't. Do you do that, Tug? No. Judy, do you do that? Um, yes. All right. I guess we need I guess we needed it. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, all this is, These are L answers to all these answers for Lewis. All the answers begin with the letter L. And up first, Judy, this is Beethoven's first name. Oh, dear. Beethoven's first name. Beethoven's first name. Huh. Lewis? Oh, no. Lewis Beethoven is incorrect. That would be Ludwig. Oh, Ludwig. Okay. All right, Judy, this is the language of the ancient Romans. What language do the ancient Romans speak? Oh, oh my. Ancient Romans. I don't know. Help her out there, Tug. <laughs> Was it Latin? It would be Latin. Oh, okay. <laughs> How about this? The Beatles' city of origin. Where were the Beatles from? Uh, uh oh, it sounds kind of like Glenpool. Oh, uh, oh shoot. Uh, no, that's not it. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool is correct. Judy on the board. Uh, Judy, this is a mischievous Irish imp. A mischievous. Say it like mischievous. What? Mischievous. You got tongue twister. You got you got a set of tongue twister right there. Uh, mischievous Irish imp. Irish imp. Mischievous Irish imp. Looks for a pot of gold. All the answers begin with the letter L. Uh. Irish. This is what? a little guy that lo that looks for the pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. Is it an elf? No, it starts with the letter no, L. No, no, it starts with L. Yes. Uh, Hold on. We'll stop down here just for a second here, Tig. A little tiny. Uh, he wears green, and he looks for the gold at the end of a rainbow. You might see him around St. Patrick's Day. And begins with the letter L. Lip. Lip. Lepre. Uh, lip. Lepre. Leprechaun. 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 Right on the tip of her tongue. And finally, Judy, this animal can't change its spots. Leopard. Leopard. And with that, Judy, you're going to go see Aaron Lewis. Ah, hey. Look at you go. A, a little uh, sunshine on a rainy day. Am I right? Right. All right. Well, let all your friends know, Judy, if they didn't get through today, they have tomorrow at 640. They can call and perhaps win those tickets to see Aaron Lewis. Okay. Have fun at the show. I sure will. And thanks for listening. We continue. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel on a rainy Wednesday. All right, Daniel, you gave me some good advice because you, your dad's an electrician, and I uh, used to go on job sites with him, and I always asked, do you like it when the customers talk to you? Let's say you came to my house and you're fixing a socket in my living room. Do you want me in there shooting the bull with you? Like, hey, where'd you learn to do that? Oh, where, where are your kids from? And, you know, or do you want to be left alone so you can get your job done? And you said, by far, we want to go in your house, replace the socket, and get out of there without interruption. Mm-hmm. So you don't want all the talking to. What would you say to this, though? I have to go do this today, and uh, we all do this from time to time. I'm going to go get my hair cut. Am I to talk to those people, or are they working? That I think you would need to uh, ask them. <laughs> what do I go before I sit in the chair? I'm like, are you a talker or not? What do you say to that? I don't know. Somebody could call up and help you with that, 918-879-9898. Uh, the difference is, I guess, is because you're going into their shop, and they might enjoy a little bit of talking because yeah. they're stuck in there all day. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll get somebody I, I don't think they want to talk at all. Then sometimes you get like a chatty Kathy, and you're like, oh, my God. And then, uh, you know, with uh, somebody coming to work at your house, if you're following them, them around, they almost suspect that you don't trust them. Mm -hmm. And you pay by the hour when somebody comes to your house, but when you go get the haircut, it's 20 bucks no matter how long it takes. No matter how long. So yeah. I don't know. That's uh, interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, so if you work in the haircutting industry. Do you want us to talk to you or just sit there silently? 918-879-9898. That's 918-879-9898. You know, on some Ubers now, you can like check a box if you want Silence. no conversation. Is that right? <laughs> so I wonder if they should, uh, if they should wow. just, when they make you now go up to that kiosk to sign in, if there should be a little box like conversation. 
Yes oh, or no? Oh, at the haircut place. What do you suspect they want? Um, probably not much talk. They probably just want to concentrate and get the job done and get you out of there, right? 918-879-9898. Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Ninety-eight-five. The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Uh, good morning, Tig. I was talking uh, the other day about if you really wanted to drive somebody crazy or get uh, revenge on them, a petty revenge, if you will, when you're over at their house, just before you leave, just uh, just take that old remote control with you for the television. It'll. That's borderline cruelty because I would think I was going crazy because there's the obvious spots there that the remote is in, I'd say, nine out of ten times. It's going to be somewhere in your couch or maybe under the couch. But then once you cross those out, you're going to be going crazy. You're going to be looking in your pockets of your jeans. You're going to be looking in laundry. You're going to be looking through the kitchen drawers. Did I accidentally put it in there? It'll make you insane, and what you don't know is you'll never find it. Right. So that would be a petty revenge, am I right? Terrible. And uh, then I started talking about this. Of course, now it's swept the nation And here are a couple of other stories of petty revenge. And what I wanted to know from you this morning is what are these like little petty things you could do to just kind of derail somebody's day a little bit if you were mad at them? 918-879-9898. That's 918-879-9898. An example of petty revenge. A man taught a woman a lesson after she parked in his private driveway to go to a nearby party. Well, he just blocked her in and then refused to move his car when she came by later on. Said, you know what? Come back after the weekend and you can have it back. <laughs> That's a little petty. That is petty, but wouldn't it just, that would mess you up, right? Yeah. Uh, how about this? This lady in uh, McDonald's was acting a fool. In the drive-thru, t- throwing a tantrum there at McDonald's. So this woman shared on a story on Facebook about getting revenge with an impatient honker in the drive-thru line. The person paid for the food for the upset person behind the first window, and then they just drove off with the food. Mm. That would be another example of a petty revenge, Mm. yes. All right, so your petty revenge stories, is that what we're looking for? Yeah, I want to know some more of these ideas. So, like, for example, uh, the other day, Tag, you didn't help me record a spot, and I wrote, I even wrote that down on a piece of paper, so I'll remember. So whenever I come up with some good petty revenge next time I'm over at your house, I'll just... I'll just do it. You're not going to steal my remote over me. No, because I've already said said that uh, I've already revealed that so i must think of something different what if i were to just take one of your pillowcases would that bother you i would probably just go like where did that thing go and then move on with my life it would not not like the remote control the problem is is you have two other people in your house with you so you would probably just blame it on one of them sure what if i were to get rid of your toothpaste that would be difficult like just squeeze it all out then that morning you're like you got this choice to make oh <laughs> no do i stop out. and get some uh Toothpaste at Quick Trip, or do I just go a day without brushing my teeth? Uh, 918-879-9898. Petty revenge stories. You got any ideas? 918-879-9898. About petty revenge, like one thing Daniel could do to me if I irritate him at work. One day when he comes to my house, he could just, when he leaves my house, just take the old remote control with him, and I'd never find it. I would be uh, upset. I would probably go crazy not being able to find the remote. That's a cruel thing to do, but a petty prank. It's a petty revenge, and we were wondering if you had some ideas for a petty revenge. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Who's this? This is Jimmy. Jimmy, you have any ideas for a petty revenge? Oh, buddy, I've already pulled that one, man. That's a good one. What'd you do? All right, check it out, man. You know, you go through a divorce, all that good stuff, you know. You want to do some things, but legally you can't. So, you know, I live out in the country, and the raccoons are always messing up my chickens and stuff. So I start trapping these raccoons, and, uh, you know, boy, he, uh, the ex, the wife's ex, lives, uh, lives in a neighborhood, and he got a koi pond. So about every two days, I take three or four coons that I caught and let go at the end of his block, tear his trash up, and get his koi. <laughs> Wait, why do, you, why do you not like this guy? Because it's your, your ex's What's ex? That? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, caused me a lot of trouble in court and everything. So I figure, you know, one good thing deserves another, right? Oh, so she she got with him, and then not even they have worked out. Tyke, how are you confused? Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. It's his ex's new ex. person. No, it's his ex's ex. He says. So, you do this to your ex's ex? ex. 
The wife's ex, yes. The wife's ex-husband, yes. Oh, so you're with the wife now. I get it now. I was well confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> was a major. So you're with the lady now, but you're harassing her ex-husband. Oh, I was years ago, okay, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, poor you know, he just, he just catch the coons and relocate them over there to their neighborhood, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's relocating them. Re relocating them to heaven, probably, with a gun. Are, do you well, and the I mean, uh, you know, do you and the guy get along now, or you you let that go? Or oh what? yeah, yeah. No, let that go. Divorced her. Yeah. Okay. Poor well, dude. Good. You got some life, bud. <laughs> raccoons brought them together. <laughs> so uh, petty revenge. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. What are your petty revenge ideas? Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. The bull. Yeah, this time. It's 98.5 The Bull, uh, 7.40 this morning, Dan, and we got the Scotty McCreary tickets, but in the meantime... Trying to think of uh, ideas for a petty revenge, if you were to get upset with somebody, a little, something that wouldn't be, like, super illegal, but just a little, like, a little revenge. Annoying. Uh, a guy called and said he used to let raccoons out at his uh, ex-wife's <laughs> ex yeah, it's something to eat like his that. trash and kois from his koi pond. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, one thing I could do, Ty, is I'm leaving your house and your garage, your hot water heaters there. I could just reach up and turn that old hot water off. You could and, really easily, too. And it never occurred to you that just somebody turned that hot water off and then you just have to go a day or two with no hot water. Well, you know, when, I, when it froze here recently, I had to deal with those frozen pipes, so I was going out in the yard and lifting that little metal door up and turning the water off. Mm -hmm. It's so accessible. There's no lock on there. I mean, somebody could just come to my house and with probably their hand, it would take about four seconds. You could just turn my water off, and it would take me forever to figure out that somebody had gone out there and rigged, I think when you had meter. zero water, you would assume that uh, somebody had turned it off. No, probably not. I, I don't think that would be my first thought, who got into my yard and turned my water off. I'd always threaten to do this uh, to you on a night of a big football game, sneak over to your house, and right at kickoff, just click click that, that breaker off. <laughs> just... Yeah, you would get murdered for something like that. But there's <laughs> a lot of dudes would. would not put up with something like that. <laughs> hey, good morning. It's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Jessica? Jessica, you have an idea for a petty revenge? I do. So um, I work at a school, and my aunt works there as well. So if she upsets me, I um, will, she's really OCD about where all her pens and pencils go and her little containers. And I'll just go in and, like, randomly mess them up or move one to a different area. And then she's sitting there trying to find it. <laughs> yeah, it's just petty and enough to drive her crazy. Minutes, but it, yeah, it's just enough to make her go, uh, but not enough to, like, actually get in trouble. <laughs> and, and then she screams at the children? No, she knows it's me. Oh, I'm I the one that would do it. But it's, a, you know, where I'm on the other side of the building from her, so... She can't really come and, like, get annoyed with me, but she usually texts me or calls me later or something. She's like, you. <laughs> My wife told me that when she was a kid, a teenager, and she'd get mad at her parents, she would swipe their glasses. So they'd go like two or three yeah. days without being able to read the mail and stuff. That's wrong, man. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? And then I hear about, uh, are you married? Yes. Uh, have you ever gotten mad at your husband taking his toothbrush, wiped the toilet a little bit with it, and then put it back in that holster? I have not because that's disgusting. But my He'd never know. Well, yeah, but I would know, and then I'd have to kiss him. He wouldn't know it was a doo doo brush. <laughs> she's just saying she strictly wouldn't do it, and not because she's a good person, just because then she, she has want to kiss, kiss them after toilet germs. <laughs> a good person. All right, thanks for the call. Thank you. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Got a, a idea for a petty revenge. I, uh, when I was in high school, Tiger got mad at one of my buddies, and so I, I said that in the newspaper that he was having a yard sale at like <laughs> six o'clock on really? Saturday morning. Yeah, and, and then people all these show people up showed up. Yeah, nothing going on. Uh, hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Grace. Grace, you have an idea for a petty revenge? Yeah. Okay. So I'm in high school, and one of my friends, she recently broke up with her boyfriend. And one of her best friends decided to get with him. And she is playing all these cards and stuff. And <laughs> she decided to dress up in all black and roll around this girl's front yard, like acting like, I don't know, like ninjas or something. And they went to the back of her car and sprayed fart spray <laughs> into her car. And so 
She won't know it was her. She doesn't know what's wrong with her car, but I just thought that was funny. Why does she wear it all black and roll around in the yard before she conducted the fart spray? Because <laughs> they have cameras in their front yard. Oh, I see. And, <laughs> and they wanted, she said she wanted the full effect. I didn't think about you guys having to now deal with uh, ring cameras and all that, because used to, if you wanted to toilet paper somebody's yard or do some type of prank, you just do it, nobody's going to see you. But now everything's on camera, so now you have to dress in all black. But it's more festive that way anyway. I would think so. And creepy. Yeah. That, that, you That's don't super get, weird. We don't want to see you in the newspaper uh, that you've been caught with uh, wearing all black and fart spray. No. It's bad for the resume. It's uh, 7.15. Thanks for the call. And we're coming in hot on tickets to see Scotty McCreary at 7.40 on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Daniel, poor thing. Just hit me that I sort of set in the uh, cockpit here of the radio station. I'm kind of controlling everything, and you never really get to choose a song. Would you like, I'll give you a dealer's choice here. Would you like to hear Brantley Gilbert now, or would you like to hear Kane Brown and his wife? Uh, I think we'll go with that, uh, thank God, by Kane Brown and his wife, Caitlin Brown, because it's it's odd to me to see a, a married couple get through a whole song without arguing, not even once. I know, they don't even scream at each other. Mm. There's no socks on the floor. Now, if they have to go on tour, this is what I always thought about Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. They went on tour together, and you know there has to be days where they're mad at each other, but then they have to get up there and sing into each other's faces for an hour and a half every night. Could you imagine? She's like, I cannot stand you, but i got to sing to your face. Yeah, it'd be tough, but that's why they make and the then, big bucks. They're and, entertainers. And then this used to always make my dad uh, mad at my mom that they would be arguing or they would be having a hard time or whatever, and, and she's upset. And then the second she answers the phone, she's like, hello. <laughs> like nothing's going on. Right. So do you think that uh, Tim McGraw or Faith Hill might be, hey, wait a minute, you were just yelling at me in the car, and now all of a sudden you're singing in my face how much yeah. you love me. You <laughs> yeah. know, she's probably mad at Tim McGraw for it does make me putting, mad when putting his socks by the uh, dirty clothes, and then he's up there, it's your love, you know, singing that right into her face full blast. It makes you mad when what? Well, it does. I mean, when somebody's upset with you, and then when somebody else enters the room, everything's fine suddenly. I'm like, wait a second, you were just dog cussing me. Why does that upset you, though? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, we all pretend or pretend. put on a happy face sometimes, especially when we are around different people. Would but. you like to do the honors of introducing the song? Yeah, it's Kane Brown, his wife, Caitlin Brown. Thank God. On 98.5 The Bull. What's our slogan? Today's Hot Country. What's the show name? Kaijin Daryl. Daniel, does anybody owe you money right now? Hold on, buddy. Please don't mouth that song to me while it's going on. It makes me very uncomfortable. What? They're married. I know, but you don't need to, like, look at me and lip sync it. I don't like that. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, does anybody owe me money right now? Yeah. No, no, I don't think so. 98.5 The Bull. I got a lot of people in my life that owe me money when I think about it. What, do you really? Like if I kept a list, a ledger, I'm owed some money, I think. And I think we've all gone through this where you see somebody in need or something, and they'll ask you for money. Yeah. This happened to me a bunch of times, and unfortunately, I didn't know it, but these people had gotten hooked, uh, addicted to some drugs and things. But they would come in and ask me for money at work. But they always say, uh, you know, my daughter's just not going to have Christmas this year. And I remember this one guy, I go, oh, my God. And they really they really back into a corner with that kind of line, you know. And so I said, all right, man, I'll, I'll, I got a couple hundred dollars I could give you. And so I get out my checkbook, and he goes, no, 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 no. Got to be cash money. I'd but I still didn't put two and two together. And so uh, there's a bunch of those people that owe me money. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about this old job I had when I was, uh, I went to New York to intern. And up there, things are so expensive. But I'd worked for a furniture store in high school, and the guy didn't pay me for my final delivery I did. And it was like 60 bucks. Now, in New York City, that's not a lot of money. But to when you have zero dollars, I wanted my 60 damn dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, and I would call down to my hometown in Alabama. I'd say, Richard, you, you got to send me the 60 bucks. Oh, Ty, I'm going to send it, you know, and I'm waiting on this $60, like, bad in New York to just make it through, to be able to buy some hot dogs and some ramen noodles and stuff. And um, and one day I'm in New York, and the USA Today comes into the office. This is back when people actually, you know, would read the paper newspaper. And they did a little breakdown of each state, like a little headline from each state. Well, here's what's happening in Oklahoma today. The governor's da 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 So they had a little breakdown, and I went to Alabama, which is where I grew up. And it says, uh, people can't figure out why the uh, wife of a furniture store over owner killed him. And I said, what? And it was the guy's name who owed me the 60 bucks, and I thought right then, I said, I'm probably not going to get that money. 
That's what came to your mind, the $60 yeah. well, that a man yeah, lost I his mean, life? I've been cha- well, his wife killed him. Is that a true story? Yeah. So I don't know if I'm supposed to go to the estate and get my 60 bucks. I don't know. I think I had to eat that one. Yeah. It has been 20 years. How many people owe I don't think a bunch of people owe you money, do they? Yeah, they do. They always use that stuff where it's like my kid won't have a birthday. And so, yeah, I would do it sometimes. They would swear me to secrecy. Here's what blew my mind. They would swear me to secrecy. I'm real embarrassed. Please don't tell anybody office. I'm like, you got it. No problem. But then they were telling everybody else in the office that too. So they had gone through thousands of dollars in the office when everybody sworn to secrecy. Finally, somebody leaked. And I go, you're kidding. I was giving money too. Is there a situation where if I came to you and said, I need to borrow like $5,000. Yeah. Is it the kind of situation where you would trust me to pay that back? Or is a part of you would think, oh, this guy probably won't pay me back if you were to borrow? I think you probably would. But they say that when it comes to lending money, don't treat it like a gift. Just or treat it like a gift. Don't treat it like a loan because you're going to ruin friendships. People stop calling you back. When I, they owe I you think money. you ought to treat it like a loan still. But then they'll stop talking to you and they'll avoid you and you'll lose a friend. I mean, it's not fair. I'm just saying that are you going to blow up a lifetime friendship over $100? I don't know. Probably so, yeah. Really? Um, okay. This is another benefit of me. Like I say, sometimes I'm right on the edge of dumb, so it's good for me to. I don't sit around and worry about problems. I'm very, I'm quite happy. Uh, this is another thing, being right on the edge of broke. Nobody's going to ask me for money. They're like, this guy's broke. <laughs> okay. So that's another strategy in life. Stay broke so nobody asks you for favors. That's right, buddy. Look at you go. Like if, you, if you're a successful, wealthy guy, they're going to come to you, right? I would think. And they ain't going to go to this busted up guy that looks like Kathy Bates, me. <laughs> you, got, you got a charmed life, man. Nobody asks you for anything. Nobody wants to be around you. <laughs> Dumb, look like Kathy Bates. Man, what a, what a life. What a the, life you the, got. The pearl is my oyster. But as you they get say. to uh, every morning, the highlight of your morning, I know, is this bullfight. And that's coming mm, up in about 10 minutes. Uh, you can win Scotty McCreary tickets in 10 minutes on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Look. Daniel hates it when I say this kind of stuff, but since it is raining, uh, those headlights, and Daniel's going to get mad because I say, you know, make sure your headlights are on like you wouldn't know that or something. But I see people driving all the time around here without their headlights on. And I go, how in the world do you even drive a block and your lights are off? And the only thing I can consider is that when they turn the lights on, they're not doing it to the full click. They're doing like, oh, the dashboard lights work, mm-hmm. but they can't tell their headlights are out. So lights on. Okay. Thank you. What do you Every, mean, thank you? I'm your classic radio guy. You're like. Hey, it's Tiger and Dangle. A bit rainy out here on a Wednesday morning. Wet Wednesday. Be sure to turn on those windshield wipers and turn on those headlights. Mustn't hit the children. <laughs> That's all good information to me. I like this. People know that it's raining. They know that it's Wednesday, and they know that you should turn on your windshield wipers. And, and don't, I thought like all headlights now just turn on automatically. I don't really like that feature because I don't trust it. What are you, Henry Ford? Nobody cares what you like. <laughs> I go. I still have to make sure they're on, even though I'm supposed to trust the man who built the car. All right. Ninety-eight five. The bull. Oh, Tiger. Elon Musk doesn't like that. Uh, the headlight features. Listen, I got a. Uh, I got a quiz here today. It's called Things That Are French. And I must say that yesterday's uh, ninety-eight five. The bull fight. Pretty rough. A kiss. It was a rough. Uh, bullfight and today hopefully we'll get more answers it was a real struggle yesterday but all the answers contain the word french keep that in mind as you call in to try to be caller number nine and caller number 10 to play the 98.5 the bullfight for Nine, Scotty Mercury tickets. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. We'll see you after Jason Aldean. Lights on. It's 98.5 the bull. It's 98.5 The Bull Fight now with Tig and Dana. And today, Dana, we're playing for... We're playing for tickets to see Scotty McCreary at the Hard Rock, March 11th. Every winner is then qualified to win the Hard Rock Live, Live Live experience. It includes the overnight stay and dinner for two. And calling on the Duval Plumbing Contest line, who do we have? We have esthetician Aaron... Aaron, uh, you work at a spa. Do you want to give your spa a plug, or you'd rather remain anonymous? Um, it's Stonebrook Day Spa in Catoosa. Stonebrook Day Spa, Day Spa in Catoosa. <laughs> yes. And that's inside the whale? No, it's not, actually. It's right up the road, though. Okay, not in the whale. Don't go to the whale looking for that in Catoosa. No. <laughs> and uh, Aaron's contestant today is Robert. 
who works on cell towers in the area. Robert, uh, what's the, in your opinion, the best cell phone company here in the area? Um, I've got AT and T. That's just who I'm with. Hey now. He doesn't have a strong I mean, opinion. I haven't tried. I haven't right. tried Verizon out, so I really can't say. Have you go. ever been to Aaron's Spa for Estetizen? I don't think that I have. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> all right, guys. Today's quiz is called Things That Are French. All the answers contain the word French. Should be pretty easy. We'll start with Aaron. Aaron, these are also known as palm frites. As what? Palm frites. I don't think I'm hearing you. One more time with it. These are also known as palm frites. If you go to a French restaurant, there's palm frites on the menu. What do you think that is? Palm frites? I have no idea. It contains the word French. French fries. Here we go. All right. Aaron, on oh, the board with wait. one. Okay. All the answers contain the word French. <clears throat> Robert, this is a romantic tongue exchange. French kiss. French kiss. Robert, look at you, you dirty dog. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> he said, I know that one. Uh, Aaron, uh, for example, a baguette. A baguette, for example, would be known as? French bread. French bread. Aaron has two. Robert has one. Robert, this is an orchestra instrument. French horn. French horn. We are tied up two to two. Aaron, popular breakfast item, which the French called pain perdu. But this is just a popular. I don't. I'm sure I didn't pronounce that correctly. But this is a popular breakfast item. French toast. French toast is correct. Aaron on the board with three. Robert. These were the gifts on the third day of Christmas. The song 12 Days of Christmas, what did what was the gift on the third day of Christmas? French hens. French hens. Sorry, I was having to sing it in my head. <laughs> oh, that's all right. We're tied up oh, three okay, to three. Please. Two questions to go. Aaron, this is a coffee-making device. French press. French press. Robert, this is a New Orleans neighborhood. District. It would that we're looking for the French Quarter. French Quarter. And right. and with that, Aaron takes the lead. One question to go, Aaron. This is a roast beef sandwich served with au jus. French dip. French dip. Robert, this is to depart a party without saying goodbye to the host. A French goodbye. Not sure. Looking for a French exit on that one. And with that, Aaron has defeated Robert in the 98-5 The Bull fight. But it's not over yet. Uh, Aaron, you can decide to keep these for yourself or you can give these tickets away to Robert. Robert, why should Aaron give you the tickets? Uh, I was really just going in for my wife. Try to get her some tickets. So, I mean... He's okay. You don't really care, huh? <laughs> you know who uh, he sounds. You know who Robert sounds like a little bit to me, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> You're so laid back. You don't ever get stressed yeah. out. Uh, I try not to. It's bad for your health, you know. Yeah, I guess it is. All right. Well, uh, Aaron, are you going to keep these tickets for yourself or giving them to the very laid back Robert? I think I'm going to keep them. All right, this is good news for Robert, though. He's still eligible to win all sorts of other things here on 98.5 The Bull. We're back tomorrow with more Scotty McCreary tickets at 740 with the 98.5 The Bull fight. Same time, same place right here with the boys, Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and good morning, Daniel. Tig, you know, uh, my dog kind of uh, doing well on TikTok right now. He's all in his head now. He's walking around the house. He's, uh, you know, got his nose up in the air because I put up a wonderful TikTok of him singing. Uh, and you should follow us on TikTok, T-I-G-E and Daniel, to see this wonderful uh, video. 
And uh, my dog, all up in his head, in fact, he's been trying to get people to line up to give out autographs, things like that. And what we're not trying to do is promote our TikTok page. So if you follow us here in the next, uh, I guess, 10 minutes or so, what we'll do is pick out someone to highlight, and then we will promote your TikTok for you. And that's okay. what all the young people want right now are, are followers on TikTok. So we'll see the follow us, and then Daniel will do a highlight of your profile on the radio. Right, and then I'll maybe net you some followers. And wouldn't that be a wonderful prize? A little symbiotic relationship. What? <laughs> we all get something good out of this. So uh, it's Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel on TikTok. You follow us there, like us or whatever. Then in about 10 minutes, Daniel will go through and he'll, he'll pick somebody that did follow us and then highlight your stuff on the air. Does that make sense? Yeah, and then you'll get a whole bunch of followers and you'll be famous. Yes. The most famous person in Tulsa. Yes. You take a lot of pictures and you put them on TikTok and, you know, it's a picture you can take of yourself that could save your life, Daniel. Oh, yeah. Uh, you call it like a, a selfie for your innards. Yeah. You well, should trademark that for Craft Body Scan before somebody else steals it. They just look at what's going on inside without being invasive. They don't have to go in there with instruments and all that kind of stuff. They just, you don't have to do anything the night before. You just show up like you are dressed right now. They put you in the thing. They do a scan. They call you. The doctor will call you and tell you, hey, everything looks good. Or, hey, there's a little something here you might want to talk to your physician about. It catches things early, in other words. Right, and they'll send you the results. You can share them with your doctor, come up with a plan. Uh, I, I did it myself not too long ago, and uh, it wasn't scary at all. I got this information. I thought, well, here, I need to stop doing this or start doing that. And uh, now I have all this information that's going to help me live longer. CraftBodyScan.com. You can get a special right now. A couple's body scan, heart and lung, $149 at CraftBodyScan.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Come it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, you know, Tig, what, uh, what do people desire right now, most of all? I don't know. Attention? No, no, no. TikTok likes. Oh, Followers. TikTok likes. Attention. Uh, so what we're doing here is we're, since we're trying to promote our uh, TikTok page, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, uh, I put a, a wonderful clip of my dog singing on TikTok. It's doing pretty good. Uh, would you like to hear a clip? Yeah. This is my dog, Fenton, and he'll only sing one song. Okay. Fenton, and he'll sing, but he'll only sing one song. And it's a song I wrote called When You Look Outside. Uh, we'll try it with a song that's not When You Look Outside. We'll sing Happy Birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. See, nothing. But when you sing this song, when you look outside and it's a beautiful day and you're a puppy and you look outside and it's a beautiful day. He has a deeper voice than you do. He really does. And uh, so I thought what we would do, since we're trying to promote our TikTok page, we will uh, choose somebody and promote your TikTok page on the air. So for the next, I guess we got about five minutes left. If you follow us on TikTok, T-I-G-E and Daniel, we will just select somebody and then we will promote your TikTok page. Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel on TikTok. And I do know this, if you get enough TikTok followers, you can go live. Mm -hmm. And once you can go live... You can get paid. The world is your oyster. So a lot of people are trying to get up to a thousand. So okay. uh, what's our strategy in picking this person? Do we pick somebody that's already got a thousand followers, or do we choose somebody that doesn't have that many? I think we do it randomly, like however many we get, a hundred or whatever. Then we'll randomly choose a number. Would you like to write them all down and then we'll draw from a hat? No, I'm going to do it on a computer program. You have a computer program. Yeah, you can just choose, like, have a ball pop up that's one of 100, and then that's the one we'll choose. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You are kidding. You don't think the Internet has a random number generator? But what does that have to do with the people that follow us? However many people follow us, I'll then put it into the number generator and say, give me one ball out of 99. And then it'll say 73, and then that'll be our person. What is so complicated? I think you're making that up. There is no such program. Oh, yeah. With all the things the Internet can do, you don't think it can pick a random number? Are you crazy? So uh, follow us on TikTok. you got about five minutes left. You could get your TikTok blown up this morning. Uh, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. So uh, Daniel wants to help get you TikTok famous this morning. It's 98.5 The Bull, and all you have to do is uh, we're trying to get our own TikTok rolling a little bit, so uh, we'd love for you to 
visit us on TikTok, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. Then if we see we follow you, Daniel, you're going to choose a, a profile to highlight here on 98.5 The Bull and make that person a little bit famous on the radio. Yeah, we're trying to, you know, try, trying to get followers. And I imagine if you do a lot of TikToks, you're also trying to get followers. So what we did was we said if you uh, follow us on TikTok, T-I-G-E and Daniel, we will just choose a a random person and highlight them. And uh, I found someone. Uh, it's Queen Tanya. Queen Tanya. Queen Tanya. And her TikTok is Queen of Clean underscore Tanya. Queen of Clean underscore Tanya. And she is a housekeeper in rural Oklahoma. Mm hmm. So she's out there working hard, and uh, she does a lot of TikToks with cleaning tips and things like that. In fact, don't we all – it used to be YouTube we all went to to find some information. Now don't we kind of go to TikTok for some of this stuff? Some of it. Because it's quicker. And she's doing a lot of cleaning videos. Yeah, showing cool. off some different products. Uh, one of them featured the Bissell Crosswave. If you've considered buying one of those, she'll show you that, show you how it works. And this is a lady that does it professionally. Queen of Clean underscore Tanya. Here she is kind of showing off some of the things on her cleaning cart. Thought I'd show you guys how I roll today. This is my cleaning cart. Yes, it is a janitorial cart, and it is stocked with all my favorite products. I restock it every night, and I, uh, I can get it in most of my houses. There's some of my houses that I can't get it in, and then I use a, a little wagon that I, I transfer over into. But this is my favorite way to roll. Now, how do I get it to my clients' houses? Here we go. This she shows uh, like so she loads up the cart and all that. So if you're somebody just getting into this industry or... Or I just so, need to learn how to clean my own house. That's true, yeah. The little... She's got a lot of tips and, like, hacks. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. And her screen name again is... Queen of Clean underscore Tanya. She's a local lady. She works hard. Also, I got some uh, honorable mentions if you'd like to hear them. Do you now? Mm-hmm. So while Tig's about to pull up these honorable mentions, go follow Queen of Clean underscore Tanya... You'd help her out tremendously. Go ahead, Ty. Um, Follow us on TikTok, Tyga Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, a.k.a. Watermelons Are Red. A.k.a. Watermelons Are Red. That's his name or her name. That's, you can't tell if it's a man or a woman? No. Okay, well, that's no, they, they now out of pure curiosity, I'll have to go check out, a.k.a. Watermelons Are Red. Shout out Backwoods Mama hey on now. TikTok. Hey now. What do you mean, hey now? That is a lady. I, yeah, I could use Back the context clues to figure out that that's a lady. Nurse Mickey? Nurse Mickey? I like that. We know what she does, and we know her name. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of information in Nurse Mickey, right? Oh, the teal brush. I don't know what that means. I hope you're clicking on these. I hope we're not sending people to erotic TikToks. Teal brush is clean. I just checked. <laughs> it's somebody painting. So there you go. You can follow us on TikTok, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. And while you're at it, make sure uh, you support a local business lady, Queen of Clean underscore Tanya. Follow her now on TikTok. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Uh, Daniel once came to work and he said, I was uh, driving around yesterday. I saw a space capsule. And I said, oh, boy, sounds like a crackhead. I got a hold of the wrong stuff. It's 98.5 The Bull. Turns out you were right. In a way, you were right. I mean, it was painted to resemble a, a space capsule. And it had been other things along the way, sometimes patriotic, but it's part of a cement truck that fell off, and it's been there for 20 years, maybe even more. Uh, but now it looks like because of roadway construction, they may have to move that baby anyway. Maybe they can just move it over to the side a little bit because that's a cool thing. Okay, move it away and then move it back. But I enjoy it, that. But isn't there a reason they haven't moved it? Is that because it's so heavy that it's, like, impossible? How big is this thing? Because I see the pictures, and it's hard to kind of get the scale. Well, you, you've seen a cement truck, right? Yeah. So imagine thing. the uh, the thing that spins on the back of a cement truck. That's exactly what it is. Oh, my Lord. So it's huge and probably uh, and it might cumbersome. be it might be filled with concrete. But having said oh, that. right, because, like, when it fell off. It could have been full of concrete, mm -hmm. and so that all dried up in there, so it's not just a shell, maybe. But having said that, you can't tell me there's not a machine out there that would move that. Well, they have to because they got to fix the road. We know we're moving it. Okay, well, then after you fix the road, move it back. Kids love to see this. I love to see it. It caught my eye. It was something to talk about. I like things like that with a little character. I you do, know what too. I'm I do, too. I grew up uh, in a town where a, a local guy decided he was going to build his own submarine. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, it sunk on his first time out, and he got out and he was safe, but he just put it on display in the town, and you could see this you know, silly thing, the submarine. All right, so I get it. You know, you got to do some road work. Go ahead and move it, but All right. go ahead and bring out a tractor and move that thing over. Why don't back you go down there and tell the construction boys your idea? Here's my idea. When they have to do the construction work, we'll all get a huge group together, and we'll all go push it by hand. How many gentlemen and ladies, don't be sexist, Tug, how many people do you think it would take to push a, to roll a concrete-filled <laughs> concrete truck thing over, you know, out of the way? It would take uh, everything we had, I think, because if it's full of concrete. But, like, realistically, you're kind of a smart guy. How many human beings do you think it would take to pull it? You'd have to get a bunch of people with ropes pulling on one end and a bunch of people pushing it from behind. I want to be on the pulling part in case that thing rolls backward. Can't, late, be, can't be losing me. You can be a dozen on the back. people. A dozen. Are you nutcase? This thing must weigh tons. Why do you ask me questions and then I give you an and answer? And I'm starting to wonder them. the same thing. I'm leaning don't like ask a dozen me questions people. if you don't like the answer. I guess I shouldn't because that's a foolish answer. Also, did you see that the uh, oldest lady in the world passed away? She was 118 years old. Born in 1904, and uh, she was French, and she had a good long life. But I tell you who I feel sorry for: whoever's the next up, you know, whoever now is the oldest person in the world. Is that a knock you want to get on your door? Like you're just living your life at 117 and a half, and somebody says, "All right, listen, you're the oldest person on the planet." When you feel like, "Oh boy, I'm next," that might don't I, tell me. I would get a little nervous. Yeah. yeah, don't tell me I'm the oldest person on the planet. But I would like to think, and I know this isn't the case. I would like to think that if I'm 117, I'd be cool with going. But I guess even when you get a hundred, you're like, well, I can make it to 105, and mm -hmm. you're always going to want to keep going. And yeah, what you got? We should get that lady out there to help. Hmm. Um, what do I have here? Hang on, I just had something great. Oh, I see a new poll on work productivity. Tag found that uh, we're the most productive. At what time do you think, if you had to predict? At work. So let's say we got like an eight to five. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say eleven o'clock. You're not that far off. We're most productive at ten twenty-two, and then it's all downhill from there. We hit our first big slump at one twenty-seven p.m., and then another one at two o six. Yeah. Um, I'll talk to a lot of people, and a lot of people crash about 2 o'clock. Um, you're just like, oh, boy. You know, you've kind of eaten lunch maybe. That's going on. And then you've already been at work for a while. And 2 o'clock can be – do you ever get these waves of fatigue and then energy? Like, I'll be so tired at the end of the day, I go, all I have to do is put my head down, and I'll be done. But then you catch, like, a second wave about 8 or 9 p.m., and next thing you know, it's 11 o'clock. Do you ever have that problem? I will. Or you crash during the day. We're off work at like you... 10 o'clock, so I'll take a siesta. Mm -hmm. A long, good long siesta. Yeah. Four or five hours I'll sleep. Okay. You don't have to say it so creepily. <laughs> do you see this? They did, a, they did a study that found the best place to hide if a nuclear bomb hits. This is something I think a lot of our parents lived through, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Was that a nuclear bomb or an atomic bomb they were worried about? Well, the nuclear warheads in Cuba that could have nuked us. And that was so scary that they were... Uh, they were so convinced this could happen. They were having the kids get under the desk and all that. Could you imagine growing up during that time? It's and like a fire drill, death? except you had a nuclear drill. Right. And everybody had a plan in the school and all that. And I grew up terrified of, like, killer bees. That was the thing I thought was surely going to take us out. They had to worry about a nuclear bomb. But a study found that if you're in the moderate damage zone in a nuclear blast, more than a mile or so away, your best bet is to crouch down in the corner of a room facing the blast. That's where you'll most likely survive the shockwave. Hmm. So if you look out, Tiger, and you news. see a nuclear bomb fall, and then it, uh, you see that wave heading your way, you're supposed to get into a corner and face the blast. Yeah, but it doesn't address the radioactive rain that oh, happens. Oh, you're, you're done after. I you mean, know, you'll you, die. But yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll survive the initial blast, but then you'll just slowly yeah, pass that. away from radiation after that. Right. That's a fun story. Well, King, thanks for that, yeah, honey. Well, you, you're the one that hit us with the world's oldest woman died. That was a celebration of life. You're just downing us. Well, on a better note, uh, look to the future, Ty. And imagine a month from now, you're looking on the scale and you've lost 20 pounds. That would be that. That's a good way to uh, to end this, right? That's a bombshell. Yeah, you, uh, you you're it's starting to get warmer again. The spring is around the corner, and you're down 20 pounds. You could do that with Red Mountain Weight Loss. What you'll do is dial pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword Red Mountain Red Mountain Weight Loss. Red Mountain Weight Loss. A uh, doctor will call you, and then a you come up with a plan. Will... 
How dare you make fun of Red Mountain Weight Loss? <laughs> well, you can't say it. I can say it. Okay. Red Mountain Weight Loss. Take a look at Tyke's body. Looks like he's been on Turkey Mountain Weight Loss, where you gain 20 <laughs> pounds every month. Red Mountain Weight Loss, though, you can lose 20 pounds uh -huh. uh, in a, a month. You don't have to leave your house. Tyke, I know you don't like to leave your house. Uh, they will also mail you the the medicine as well. So you don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to go pick it up. Everything comes to your house, and they call you on a video call, so it's uh, super convenient for you. Get started today. Pound 250. That's Red Mountain Weight Loss. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, do you have any weird hang-ups where you just won't do something that uh, normal people would do? Like, I've got one. I'll tell you about, and it's because I heard a story, a terrible story when I was a kid, and I still, to this day, I'm affected in my 40s. If I go to a gas station and that big truck is there filling up the gas, I won't go to it. Why? Because my dad told me a story uh, when he was growing up that a guy came to the gas station, the little corner filling station or whatever, and he was uh, putting the gas down in the ground from that big truck or whatever, but I guess he couldn't get the fit right, and he got frustrated and threw a wrench down spark took like the uh, entire corner off the the map so then i'm like oh my god i mean if you think about it that is a lot of gasoline i have respect for gasoline even in a tiny container in my garage much less this truck is that weird did i get a little freaked out well i mean was the story true or was he playing around no i don't think he was playing around i think he t was telling me a story about maybe technology's better now and but back then they might have just been pouring this thing in like a a bucket or something, but he threw a thing down and it, it just lit up the whole place. I think what you're kind of referring to is something you heard as a kid that stayed with you all these years. Yes. Um, Still an escalator messes me up. You, you're just convinced you're going to get sucked Have into an escalator? Have you ever seen those horrible s security camera videos? I saw one video once and I, yeah. And like this lady so fell into the escalator or something because yeah. it came off its tracks and mm -hmm. I, I still go, oh boy. Especially, like, I'm almost with my kid like i'll get on one but when i'm with my kid i do have second thoughts i go oh boy i don't know about this because i've heard that thing like the teeth will break and then it'll slide all the way back down and you'll just die well no i wasn't aware of that but now i will be but i did <laughs> see that clip you're talking about i imagine what's going to take the place of all these stories is these videos that the kids see on the internet these days what do you mean just like that escalator thing i saw that years ago and i still haven't forgotten about it yeah so instead of what their dad tells them, they're going to see things on the Internet and go, gee, oh, now I'm scared of escalators. Yeah, a classic one my granddad used to tell me is if you swallow um, a watermelon seed, it'll grow out through your belly button. Mm -hmm. And we bought it. Why, why didn't they want us eating watermelon seeds, by the know. way? It turns is out it, you can eat them safely. It's not dangerous or anything, is it? I guess they were just funning. Okay. 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 <laughs> Have you told your kids some nonsense like that? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a little freaked about the things I just told you about. So, uh, oh, yeah. so you put these anxieties on him? Yeah, quite of early. course. Okay, I, good. Yeah, he needs to have a good love. Absolve myself of... and make him nervous instead of me. <laughs> it's uh, 98 five the bull. You know what I'm not nervous about, Daniel? Paying the most for furniture in town, because we know where their lowest price is. It's Snow's Furniture. Barry runs the place over there, and he guarantees the lowest prices. So, uh, no need to get in your car, go all over town, things like that. Go right to Barry. No escalator. No escalator, Barry's. Mm -mm. You don't mess Just with that. Just good old-fashioned regular steps. Walking around and carpet. Right. And, uh, boy, do they have a lot of stuff. They have some of the biggest inventory they've had since they opened in 1978. And 0% financing. You got the lowest price. You don't have to wait on your furniture. They can get it delivered today, even in the rain if you want. Snow's Furniture is online, in town, and on Facebook.